welcome to the Illuminati Podcast. I got dusted off my own goddamn podcast. So I'm the host. I get to do what I want. I thought I was in charge still. I kept the podcast. They only gave you the blog. Whatever, dude. It doesn't matter. You're doing all the work anyway. And a fine job you're doing, actually, by the way. I am How the captain now. <laughs> okay, that was funny. So, Vito, you were saying something? Uh, what? <laughs> I thought you were going to say something. Oh, no. I was just... Okay, so I have I have a message for the NCAA Women's Basketball Selection Committee. You are blatantly, massively incompetent. You are a burden to a sport that should be much further along than you than it currently is because you have mass incompetence at all levels. You are massively incompetent in terms of officiating. You will go to women's basketball games and see things that don't happen in CYO leagues. They will just randomly point in a direction. They will make an overrule at the table and then just not execute it correctly. They, you see things at women's basketball games that are unconscionably bad because there is no quality control. And then this committee, there are 16 teams in the top of the RPI. 15 of them get to host this weekend. The two that don't, USF and Central Michigan, the only two schools not named UConn that are outside the Power Five. This is bullshit. And I'm sit and and if you go back and read the, on the blog Matt Morrison's post that goes back since what 2005 and shows every single time a team in the top 16 in the RPI gets left out, it's always a non-power five school getting replaced by a power five school. This is horseshit. This committee is incompetent. It is a burden. It is unfair to USF. They should absolutely be hosting this weekend. Go watch that team play at UConn, on the road, and lose by 16 to a fucking WNBA team. I'm furious. I'm absolutely furious. And then to give them a six seed makes it even worse. It was uh, the most awkward 30, 35 seconds uh, I've ever witnessed that didn't involve me and a girl. (laughs) 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 At the selection show on Monday night. Um... There is a well, delayed there, pause. There were no apologies this time, are there? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Sorry. Again, I'm really sorry. But selection show. Uh, top four come out in the Albany region, and we're like, all right, not probably not going to be in this region because there's no way we're five, and there's definitely no way we're a six. No. Five comes out. We're like, okay, yeah, we're definitely moving on. So I put my phone down, and I'm, I'm going to just – Wait for the next region. And then South Florida versus Buffalo pops up. 6-11 seed. The reaction in the room. I caught the last 25 seconds of it. Oh, my God. It, thank God for Laura Ferreira because the team didn't respond at all. Kent is pissed. Maria's pissed. Jose Fernandez throws up his hands. It's like, whatever. He's, and then he's like... And then Judy. Oh, we're on TV! It's that picture. That picture from it's, per- it's perfect. It's the oh, most. It encapsulates perfect. USF as a whole. I've never seen a better picture. What? Say his name. Octavio Jones at the Tampa Bay Times with literally I, I don't Octavio know. Octavio Jones. Put him in the nominations for the Pulitzer's this year. You can want a Pulitzer for photography, and he needs to. That was, it was perfect. Not, it was perfect. Boys. It's everything about USF wrapped up in one still. I'm I've happy. I'm sad. I'm angry. I'm pissed. I'm just happy I'm on TV. 
insane. It, so good. Oh my god! So two. That's stupid game. Bulls travel to Tallahassee for the second year in a row as the sixth seed. They will play the number eleven seed Buffalo Bulls. That won't get confusing at all. At all. It's happened before. It's stupid. Um, a little Bulls on Bulls action. I'm on. In. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, it's just... Also, in that sub-regional is Florida State, obviously, and University of Arkansas Little Rock. So they lost by 16 to a fucking pro team on the road. Hey, congratulations. You get to play the number six RPI team round two. How you feel? It's insane. Um, I just can't believe it. NC State is hosting, and I believe they were like a 27. No, it's Georgia. It's Georgia is a 26. Okay, yep. Georgia Georgia's is a 26. They're hosting. Uh, um, NC, NC State's State. like a 17 or 18, so they were on <laughs> their the bus. They're hosting. They're hosting. And who's not? USF and Central Michigan. By the way, USF outdraws. They, they might not outdraw Georgia, and they're not going to outdraw like South Carolina. They're going to – USF would put five times as many people in the stands as FSU would. Not even a joke. And the Donald L. Tucker Arena sucks. Yeah. It is terrible. Not a good place for basketball. Oh, dear Lord. So this is – it's an abomination. It's a joke. The committee's a joke. The sport – is played by really competent, qualified athletes who work really hard and put an entertaining product on the court. For and free. it is run by idiots. Yeah, for free. And it's run by idiots. And I can't say, and you know what? If Jose leaves now, I don't blame him. No, what, like, what, what can why, you do? Why is he, stay, why is he gonna stay here? He has hit the ceiling of what he can reasonably ex- be expected to do when you can't even get a break 26 and seven, and four of your losses are three are the number one and one is the number two. And you hung around twice. You hung around with number two, you only lost by 10, and you were hanging around late, and then you lose by 16 What freaking pro team on the road. And also, fuck the registrar's office. Yes. Because oh. if Alyssa Raider plays at Oklahoma, that might make the difference. Because that's not a that's not a bad loss then. <laughs> well, Wichita was the bad loss, but... They, they the went 16-14. It was but you shouldn't be punished by being a six seed because you lose to Wichita at Wichita. Look, you know what? You, you lose a random uh, away Weird game. Weird shit happens. You beat the number six or number five uh, RPI team in Ohio State, and you and thrashed you ran them. them. You ran them out of the fucking gym. Um, Kit hit a fucking three with 14 seconds oh, in the game. And guess, who, and guess who's over. hosting? Ohio State's hosting. Of course they are. I'm Big hear, Ten champions. I'm hearing a lot of ifs, and I'm not a big fan of that. Uh, what ifs? They beat Ohio State. They beat number 45 UCF three times. They beat Butler. Dayton. And, and Dayton. Like, you can only beat who you can play. They run their conference except LSU. for the, LSU. They beat LSU. You run your conference except for the the number one, like the number one team on the planet. And by the way, uh, 538.com came out this week and said, this UConn team is the best women's UConn team ever. Right now, you can have all 63 other teams in the field. And if they any of them win, you get $3.50 for every dollar you bet. You have to bet $5.30 to win $1 to get one team, and that's UConn. No, I've seen them in action. They're, they're insane. They're fucking insane. I, got to, I, was, I was at Mohegan last week. I got to sit courtside. It is, it is amazing. Brag. I know. It is amazing and awesome and beautiful and frightening to watch all at the same time. Okay, but when they click, yeah. they are it is you can't touch them you, they're untouchable and, and it is not fair to have a team have to face them three times and then let's say we do beat Florida State totally reasonable let's say we get to Albany and beat South Carolina who by the way won the damn national championship last year who do we get UConn 
I mean, three of the past four years in UConn's bracket. And then people say, well, how many Final Fours has USF been to? Well, how, how many times get- are you going to put us in UConn's now, bracket? Now, to be fair, we got to get to a we got to get to a second weekend before we get to a Final Four, and we've never done that. And yeah. you need to do that this year. I think Matthew said one of the one of the greatest quote. I mean, that that was a fantastic article. I didn't know who that who he was until mm. then. Seems like a, it was a fantastic article. Go read it. He mentioned that the committee has put USF at its ceiling for the five past five years. They've been a six seed. Last year they were an eleven seed. And you would think that the committee would embrace a story that Jose Fernandez has built. A uh, program that was a tire fire. It was it a, nearly as bad as men's basketball is now. It was worse actually because nobody nobody on the men's basketball team is suing the school in a racial discrimination scandal. Yeah, that's your true. best player and point guard is not suing the school and for millions of dollars. It's just uh, this is uh, from Jose on Monday night. Uh, looks like for one reason or another the term has become regionalized. You're only hurting the student athletes by doing that. And it happens with the Olympic sports. You see baseball you're either going to Gainesville or you're going to Tallahassee no matter what. Florida State fucking sucked last year at baseball. They were not good. Um, and Joe, we were Joe or play away from basically taking Florida out of the regional before they won. It's we are stuck in just a terrible cycle with Olympic sports, with women's basketball especially, that we we have no idea how to break because last year we were rebuilding. That was a rebuilding team, still made the tournament. This year, much better. Maria Jesperson stepped her game up two or three levels. She dragged Kit along with her when Kit was shooting terrible. Uh, Lia Flores broke her own school record for assists in a season with over 200. She's the only person with 200 assists in a season. It, it sucks that six seats the best we, we will ever do. I can't... There's no way that this team will ever be higher than a six seed. I don't see it. it it's, it's just... It's so effing frustrating. So here's the best part, and this is Matt, of all of Matt's tweet storm, and, and Matt, I, I mean, I love you, buddy. This was some fantastic work by you. He got into it with Adam Amid on Twitter. They eventually worked it out. It was a beautiful thing. But he also said Georgia, who is the last team to host there, it's RPI. So top four, top 13 in RPI get in. 14-15 get skipped, okay? 16, or yeah, 14-15 get skipped. 16 and 17 Post 18 gets skipped, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25 gets skipped, and 26 in the RPI is Georgia. Okay. Georgia, with the RPI of 26 and SOS of 51, strict the schedule, is exactly identical to the 2015 USF team that got a six seed and almost identical to the USF team in 2017, 30 RPI, 52 strength of schedule that got an 11 seed. Go to hell. Show some consistency. This is bullshit. And it, it's not. You know, this is one sport where USF can legitimately compete, except with one team. They can beat anybody else in the country. They could beat South Carolina, especially if Asia Wilson doesn't play. Like, they can beat anybody. But they don't even get the chance to, to show on that stage because they hit their head up against a goddamn wall every single time. And it just, it's an embarrassment for the sport. It sucks to the fans who have been more bought in this year than I think any season. It really sucks for Maria and Elia. What they did for this program, their four years, uh, under 100 wins. It's they hosted their freshman year, yeah. With arguably, a, probably a worse team than they have now. I mean, they yeah. had they had Courtney, but I think overall this team's better than the 2014 a, class. Yeah, it's tough. Just Courtney could just do so many. Like in basketball, if you have one player, you can just go to and go get me a shot, and they can get a shot. It's like an insanely invaluable skill. But 
Those they were babies out there. Maria Lai and Laura, babies playing. So now they've got experience. They move the ball better. Just it's so goddamn. And then I go to the I go to the UConn game and I watch Kia Nurse Garden Kid, and it's like, where are you gonna go? She's like an octopus. Okay? <laughs> She's got like eight arms. Kia, like Katie Lou and Kid and Kitty had John back and forth, which is fun, by the way. And they start talking. Uh, and they're yeah. fun. Like you can hear them. Like it's when you're sitting courtside, it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm surprised they haven't scrapped yet. Might happen still. Yeah, they got three more games, maybe four more games against each other. So we'll see. I'm just I'm so beyond frustrated, and it sucks. And I really feel bad for Jose and the girls. And I hope a hell of a lot of people get up to Tallahassee this weekend because. And hopefully the bus gets there on time. If there is a bus, we got to find out if there is a bus. We need to start promoting it. In fact, after this podcast, that's my first phone call. Speaking of buses. <laughs> By the way, Timing. have we told anybody where we are? Oh, no, no. We are on the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Tampa Riviera. <laughs> <laughs> We're at Sail Pavilion. Sail I'm, Pavilion on the Riverwalk. I'm staring at uh, Harbor Island, Davis Island, and downtown. And, Pirate Water Taxi. And the uh, SunTrust building, which loves charging me overdraft fees. <laughs> <laughs> Pay your bills. No. <laughs> so staring at the river that's about to be green. River will be green on Saturday. Happy St. Patrick's Day to everybody. Hope you know what? I can't even go out for St. Patrick's Day now until like three thirty, four o'clock. Yeah. I'm staying home watching like I don't know if I'm going. Like I, I got a million things to do. I and it sucks because I it was like go to the tournament. Or go to the NCAA. I was hoping we were going to host to that. That's like, what I was hoping too. I, I know? kind of finagled my work schedule around where there's a decent chance we could host. Didn't work out. Connor, I believe, will be up there on Saturday for us. Uh, I don't know if he'll stay the weekend through Monday because if they win, they'll play Monday. Um, the game on Saturday was up, moved up 15 minutes. So the, the tip off is at 115, not 130. Like 15 minutes. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, that ruins my schedule. Yeah. So it really throws <laughs> off everything. Um, so make sure you get up there uh, in plenty of time. God bless the Alumni Association last year for getting us a bus, and the thing literally, like, we're walking into the building as the ball goes up for the tip because the bus was, like, an hour late. But God bless Bill McCausland. They did everything they could. Did a great job. So, yeah. yeah. So just the path to the Elite – just to the Elite Eight is, is – fucking ridiculous. Buffalo. Easy. Florida State. Really good. Sweet 16. Guess who you get to play? The national champions. South Carolina. And then the Elite Eight. You can't even get to the Final Four in this region because you got to go through UConn. It's, uh, there's two AAC teams. It's yes. not that fucking hard to split them up. Mm-hmm. I swear to God it's not. It's almost like there's no television money to be made off of. And you know what? Two years ago, they stuck USF in UCLA region. We were in LA. That was okay, though. Like we would rather go through that region. They were they were okay going to LA. They but fought, if you're gonna make it regional, the of San Francisco. they shoved us That's in California. <laughs> like it's not like if you know what UConn's always gonna be the East Region number one. That's fine. They've earned it. They deserve it. Give it to them. Send us somewhere. Like, send us somewhere. That's fine. Send us somewhere. Is we're there, good with it. Is there no men's basketball's Ohio not going region? anywhere? Yeah. Like there's a Southeast. There's a Midwest. You can you know I Ooh. think they go Mideast and like, how many friends does Brian Gregory really have in the recruiting cycle? Like we can't borrow the plan for once. Can we send the women's basketball team in place of a men's birth? <laughs> I feel like they'd fare better. Close. And that's not a, a shot. I, hey, I, just, I legitimately think the women's team's really. I good. think the team's just better. Yeah. Like if it was, hey, let's send the women's team to California for the national or for the NCAA tournament, or send the men's team in the NIT to, um, I don't know, Washington. Texas. Um, what would you do? I don't know. I I, you, that was I, a bad I, example. You get more te- uh, coverage out of like. 
I, I just I can't take it anymore. Like it's such horseshit, and you know what? It, it sucks. And you should infiltrate your way into the NCAA. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's ever happening now. Okay. Good luck. Well, you. Okay. Pal. Yeah. Good bitch. Um, uh-huh. And I expressed my uh, displeasure Monday night to a couple of USF people, and they they appreciated that the media was rightly outraged that they were, of course, uh, so vastly underseated. And again, I I will never forget the shock and just utter disappointment on that front row's face when they announced South what, Florida. What the succeeded. fuck do they have to do? What the fuck do they have to do? It, it's joke. It's an absolute joke. So anyway, let's segue. Let's. Segue. Is there anything else going on? I'm so pissed off. I don't. I mean, just God. So men's basketball wrapped up their conference tournament last week or something like that. I can't even remember. They played Memphis. Um, played them close. Played them close. And this then, a free throw at the end. Get a rebound. You can tie the game. Yep. They almost had a chance for the rebound, but it got batted down. And there goes your .5 seconds or whatever to get the shot back up. And guess what happened? It was so close. They fired Tubby Smith, they even did. though we won. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was a 24-point loss to USF uh, like a week earlier. Oh, yeah. They got yeah, probably did them in. Um, that's just – Memphis, that's impatience. You just it's, gotta, you, like, you guys stick it lost out, man. Like Coach Cal. You know, you remember that, right? And like then you, you lost Josh Pastner, who is doing great things to Georgia Tech. But also Maybe probably not, under some investigations at Georgia Tech. Sure. But, like, how are you, you – you're not – this isn't – Larry Fitch ain't walking through that door, okay? Like, you're not – like you're you're not what you, you're not what you think you are. So stick with it. Find a coaching desk. Build a program. Derek Rose ain't walking through that door. Derek Rose ain't. Derek, he, he might, but it's he's, gonna, he's not eligible anyway. You know, the second he hits the uh, the doorway, he's gonna grab his knee and fall down. That's probably accurate. But so. my favorite legacy of USF as a relatively old school USF fan is that we get coaches fired. Well, goddamn, and it's no. hilarious. Cross all sports, baby. That's, if that doesn't tell you what the public profile in the sporting community of USF is, preach. Yeah, the rumor, Penny Hardaway. That, Legit no, they are. Uh, I mean, I love sport as much as the next guy, but ooh, I, I love tell. it. I love it. You yeah. know what? They're if finalizing that contract right now. A per John Rothstein of whatever he's. Wait, do. is it going to be? Is his assistant coach going to be Little Penny? That would be awesome. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So, Penny Hardaway. Like, you know what though? If you're going to shake the dice, it's and for me, by the way. If you're going to shake the dice and roll them, that's the way to go. Like, if you're going to go all in on doing something weird. Go really weird, and Penny Hardaway, who has been coaching, who has been involved in youth basketball, who can bring in players. I saw uh, today he uh, he has coached uh, four of the top 100 recruits in next year's class, either through his high school at Memphis East, I want to say, or his AAU team. So he's got some tentacles, and I think Penny's the kind of guy that you want to play for because bag man. He is his own bagman. He's his own bagman. He not need a bagman. That's why. CTC, baby. I didn't say anything. I'm just. And how in a Bitcoin era do you need a bagman? You know what I'm saying? Because old people don't understand cryptocurrency. But the kids do. Yeah. Are you sure? I think so. And that just adds another layer to the people you have to kill. No, no, no. The kid tells the. All right. So you give Sonny Vaccaro your phone, okay? And Sonny goes, all right. What what is this? Hypothetically. Coinbase? What's this Coinbase, son? You figure it out. And then that's how. You don't need a bagman anymore. You have cryptocurrency. I need need my cheating to get some 21st century on it. Because you know what? what? My grandma who needs to pay her car note or her, uh, I don't know. Mortgage uh-huh. doesn't know how to pay it in Dogecoin. Okay, but is your grandma one of those people who goes to the supermarket store to check? 
Because to me, oh, those are the worst fucking kind of people. Don't even get me started. Five years, ten thousand dollar fine. Five years in prison. That's that should be the minimum penalty for writing a check in a retail store. Line. My grandmother's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Leave that in. God bless her soul. Leave it in. So, all right, what else? Do we have anything else? Uh, Give me the fuck out of here. Men's basketball optimism. No, we got yes 20 no. They got one player. They got one player that kid's actually legitimately a piece that you can build around. I have no optimism yet because I haven't seen any of the other kids come in the door. I have no idea if any of them are any good. Let's not all get – I am really proud of that team. They played hard through the end of the season where they had nothing to play for. They got three wins out of nothing. So where's the win? Certain member of the Tampa Bay Maria, where's the win? They found three of them, and they did it because they worked so, hard and they didn't give up. David Collins, all-rookie team. He averaged 10 points a game. He shot 49.7% from the floor. Um, he shot 71% from the free throw line. This is the first time since the 2012 season that the team as a whole shot over 70% from the free throw line. They shot uh, mm-hmm. 72.3, uh, third best season percentage in team history. Yeah, but you know what? you got to get to the line more yeah, often. Uh, Stefan Jiggets uh, we'll shot be back. 81% from the free throw line. Who gives a damn? He's not here anymore yeah. in team 110 games. Like, hey, we can't- first time since 2013-2014 that they won 10 games, and they look so much better the last half of the season, last month of the season than They're we all ever gone thought. now. It's Samuel, jig it. Bye. Like, okay, God bless them. I hope they get their grad degrees. I'm glad that they came in and helped out this program. But when we start looking towards the future of this program, it doesn't help. You know what? You say they only have one player. I still i am holding out hope for Justin Brown. I think he's a good – he can develop into a nice little sharpshooter. He's left-handed. He's got some dribble penetration skills. I think there's something there with him. David Collins, I was not so sure on. He exploded. He's a 30-point game in the Memphis uh, uh, game in the conference tournament. And I didn't see it at the beginning of the year. Players get better. He and legit got better. He he got so much better. He was he was battling, and I think it was in a sprained MCL early on the season. Finally got his legs, got you know that freshman itis is a real thing. Right. And he he found himself. I think he was seven for seven in the first half from the floor. He found himself in. It's going to be exciting to see what he can do. He's not Jamal Murray. He's not going to do that. He's not going to hit 25-footers. But he will get you a solid – I think he can do 15 to 17 points a game consistently with the rogue 25, 30-point game. And don't forget, there were two transfers that had to sit out this year, guard LaQuincy Redu and guard TJ Lang. Also, uh, Alexis Yetna. Who also had to sit out because these are all uh, great names. His yeah. his initial prep school uh, fucked up, mm-hmm. um, and then the second oh. one tried. Yeah. So the, the, so that was the kid that I was talking to Coach Gargray before the season, and, and we did that rec- that interview that that long interview before the season. He's like, I got this kid. I can't tell you who it is. I can't tell you anything about it. But this prep school. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's Alexis Shetna um, because he. He graduated high school in three years. They thought he could get two years of prep school because you can do five and four. Yeah. And they thought the match still added up. Unfortunately, it did not. So he lost his freshman season. Well, which that's is nine years of high school. It's ridiculous. So it, it's mm-hmm. weird. It's so. And the NCAA gave a bad ruling. Again. Shocker. So Stunned. He Stone Cold Stunner. He will be a sophomore with three years of eligibility. Well, which is unfortunate. In high school for nine years. He should be a super senior. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, he's from he's from France. So he's real jokes, kids. But he was labeled a rebound machine, big guy underbody. But I mean, a lot of it has to do with, as Colin always says, can you keep them, and can you keep them qualified? Yeah. 
and can you pay the good ones? That's what we really need to get on to. <laughs> that is noted. Again, uh, noted, Bitcoin. Noted strip club manager, uh, Colin Trump. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joe Redner. Awkward. I wish I was Joey Redner, though. He makes great beer. <laughs> so um, that's it for men's basketball, baseball, softball, baseball. Big win against Florida Gulf Coast last night. Oh, that was the first time they had ever beaten Florida Gulf Coast in Tampa. I know. that uh, I They were 0-7 going in. You went and saw them a couple weeks ago. I did. And they were decent. They, um, they won. I, Florida I, Gulf Coast, I think, is a decent program. You know, um, I'll give them this. They have really play. solid walk-up music. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. That's a fair, that's a fair commentary. What's their facility like down there? Because they're getting good players, clearly. Uh, have you seen the League of Their Own? <laughs> and not like the good part where they play in the pro stadiums in the 50s like you know when they show up to the farm league <laughs> at the very beginning of the movie yes. before John Lovitz like there was somebody him. was milking a cow and center left <laughs> <laughs> what was that Fort, I, is it Fort Myers it, it's a stero let's be you know, like like UCF is in Orlando it's in Oviedo no this is Ostero uh, Florida wow yeah. So how are they getting players down there? That's what I'm. I guess because there's nothing else to do in Fort Myers, but aren't you like on the beach? Hey, and listen, aren't you on the beach? Scholar, you're, scholar, you're on the bay. Bro. You're on the bay. Scholarships a scholarship, bro. That's true. <laughs> yeah, they got 11.7 just like hey, everybody my, else. Does. My cousin plays for Eastern Tennessee State University, and he's telling me he's having time in his life. So it happens. How? Where is that? I don't even know where that is. We've it, played them before. It is in Tennessee. <laughs> well, have you been there yet? To Tennessee? Yeah, Eastern Tennessee State University. I don't even know where that is. Yeah, see, exactly. <laughs> I feel like that should be somewhere between Nashville and Knoxville. <laughs> <laughs> that That's Murfreesboro. <laughs> You're Murfreesboro. You're Murfreesboro. <laughs> uh, so the, the men's team is uh, 11 and 6. Um, you mean baseball team? We yeah, don't have a men's. We don't have a men women's softball team yeah, or a women's sorry. baseball team. I need clarification on what we do and do not have. We, league of their own. <laughs> but guess what? After this past weekend, we do have a University of South Florida Tampa sailing team. Unification. Yeah. You know, do we? Are we going to talk about this? Because this I think that's the next podcast. Yeah, that's a whole other. Yeah, that's we'll. A, that's another thing. Like how this happened is just. So backdoorsy and so crazy bullshit. Sixty-day Florida legislature insanity. Oh, if we don't do it now, we can't do it ever again. You mean trying to keep us from preeminence again? Yeah. USF was on. Hey, USF Tampa was on board with this. They yeah. wanted this badly. Well, there's. So next topic. Way, so if you're going, I think we can TLDR before we get into it later. The TLDR is if you were applying to USF St. Pete and you had like a 3-4 GPA and like a 1100 SAT, you're Do like now. kind of a borderline kid. Yeah, this is your last shot because yeah. they're going to raise 2020, this. 2020, you're not getting yeah, in. Yeah, not getting in. Well, <laughs> sorry, big dog. <laughs> that ain't happening. Softball has kind of turned around. They're 17 and 12. They've won 10 in a row. I'm not sure what they're doing tonight, but that's. They won decent. tonight against Maine. There it is. Shut out. Oh. There's Cheyenne Eggins, who always, 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 always has the worst picture that they post that ever. It's, she's wearing a mask or like jerseys. Like, just can we get a better shot of Cheyenne for the for the website? She deserves better. She's good. And they play Lehigh, Elon, and St. Joe's in Princeton in North Florida this weekend. Packed. 
Jesus Christ. That's fought, what, five games in three days? Softball, baby. I don't understand. I'll never understand softball. <laughs> like, how the fuck you can play five games in three days is beyond me. And you know what? They'll practice before that first game on. Uh, oh, yeah. They're better athletes, than, again they're better athletes the than all of us. And by the way, NCAA rule. So they'll play one on Friday, two on Saturday, and two on Sunday. The one on Friday, and they'll practice before. Yep. And then Saturday, they'll when they play two, that counts as three hours towards your 20 hours a week, no matter how many games you play. So they're they playing. can still practice a full other 17. So you get three on Saturday. Three, you've played five games. That's nine hours. You're still allowed to practice another 11 hours during the week. Like, I what happened to the 20-hour rule? Like, and that doesn't count conditioning either. Yeah, so they played Lehigh and Elon on Friday, 2 o'clock and 4.15. And then St. Joe's and Princeton, Saturday, 2.30 and 4.45. And then uh, UNF at 4 o'clock on Sunday. Uh, okay. Whatever. Okay. Whatever. See you in conference play. Let's see if they're good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like we said earlier, Ken's going to find his 30 He'll figure it out. He always does. He'll um, figure it out. They always do. They always do. There it is. Um, if there was a softball NIT... I don't think so. Yeah, I get another NIT. I don't think is there even no, there isn't. But if there was, yeah, yeah. Related men's golf won the USF Invitational over the weekend. Ooh, ooh, they got their own trophies. They Yay! got a trophy and everything. Um, I don't even want to try to pronounce the guy who led. Oh, the I got team. it. I got it. All right, I'll give a shot. This guy won. <clears throat> Congratulations to they call him Pre on Twitter. Pre Singh. Pre Singh on Twitter. Three. Congratulations, Sean. Three. Even Paul. Oh, three ask new sing. Sure. Okay. Yeah. You sure? Pretty sure. Gotta get a gamble on it? Three ask new sing. <laughs> well, and, my and name's not attached to this shit. I don't care. <laughs> but no, it's three ask new sing. I feel like that's pretty accurate. Okay. Yeah. That seems right. It'd be my best guess. Uh one it posted his first collision victory uh when the number twenty one ranked pools won in wire to wire fashion. Uh had tip of pumps. pumps. That <laughs> makes golf tr- sound way more intense. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> wire to wire. Wire to wire, baby. Box to wire. Just like he won all 500 laps. Hey, Tampa, Tampa Palms is a hard course. Leave your driver in your bag if you ever play it, kids. It's not worth it. I, play, uh, I think I played with a 9 iron and a putter, and I still parred. <laughs> That's impressive. It's a little short. It's, it's a, little a guy short. who has now a 9 iron in his around. bag. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the Bulls now have four uh, wins on the season. They're rounding into shape. Men's and women's tennis is kind of rounding into shape. They've they've won a few uh, matches in a row. Country clubs, right? Men's tennis ranked. I'm not sure about. I think that. they're like 20. I want to say somewhere in there. So good for them. Out of 21. Um, just good stuff all around. Andy from Andy from Tampa and at Andy Taylor six. Wants oh, to hey, I love that guy. Yeah, buddy. Hey, Andy. Hey. We covered this kind of. Would you ever like? Are you going to protest the the women's selection committee and go fuck yourself? Of course we are. Like, like <laughs> go fuck the committee. The committee fucking. So here's the problem: Blows. is that I'm going to be involved in some way in the women's final four, like I was the last yeah. time I was here. Like social media stuff, doing some work with the Tampa Bay Sports Commission. Blah 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 blah. But. My the closest I ever got to raging on a women's basketball person was after the the uh, Cal game in Lubbock, Jesus. like three years ago. I was in the hotel with the refs from the game who called the worst goddamn fifth foul in, in sports history on Akilah McDonald, who literally didn't touch anybody and got a fifth foul in overtime. Did they hold you down and beat you up? No, because I, I said I had a credential on and I, and I they get in my elevator and they my, go, my, my elevator. elevator. You motherfuckers <laughs> are in my elevator. So they get in and I see the, the refs 
And I go, yeah, I was at the game. And I go, wasn't it such a great game? No, because you fucked it up. And it was, I was, I didn't do it. I really wanted to, because it's still like an unconscionably bad call. Wait, like, so you yelled at him or you didn't? I didn't. I just, I don't know why. Like some rationalization of professionalism came over me. So they're going to come back here and the committee's going to host the 2019. And I don't know how I'm going to feel. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm, I, I just, it's so bad for the sport. The sport wants to grow and get better. And the product is so much better on the floor and it's fucking mismanaged to shit. And I'm really angry and I already ran out about it and I'll let it go. Does anybody else have a shower argument they want to get off their chest? <laughs> shower argument? Yeah, so when you have an argument with uh, somebody you already had an argument or you wanted to have an argument with, but you're in the shower by yourself. something else that's way better. Like uh, you you're like, oh, I should have said that. Oh, shit. oh yeah, yeah, that's totally it. Yeah, that's totally it. So. No, okay, cool. All right. Uh, we were scared okay. kids in the boardwalk. Uh, uh, football spring practice uh, was out there Monday and Friday or Monday and Thursday. Wait, I thought they weren't allowing. Oh, yeah. We saw like the last 20, 25 minutes um, off air. I'll, we'll tell you something funny. That, right. It's not really that funny. It's kind of fucked up. But see, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so all the good the, the podcast outtakes. By the way, podcast you know outtakes nine ninety nine ninety five. I was going to say premium content. <laughs> And you'll hear all the awful, awful jokes. <laughs> the really horrible things that we say. Oh, my God. Duran Bell, redshirt freshman running back, looks fast as hell. He looks healthy. Um, Andre Polk, linebacker, still coming back from his knee injury. We'll see what happens. Khalid McGee is now a full-time linebacker. Marlon Gonzalez is now a full-time offensive lineman. I guess he just wasn't cutting it at the defensive line, even though we lost two seniors in the inside. They would rather try him at offensive line, see what happens. Um, What's your thoughts on Brendan Boyce? Boyce. So what we heard is he's not with the team currently, but he's still on the team. Um, they have they gave Stacy Kirby, the freshman uh, defensive end that is on campus early, they gave him Boyce's number. USF just put out their spring roster. Um, and when, Boyce, when, like 10, like, 20 minutes ago, so before we started recording, yeah, and four hours ago, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> last week, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm about to end up like Jack Nicholson in uh, The Shining. Why? Edge, I'm just gonna be frozen. Oh, yeah, Jeez. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm gonna Jack kill us all. <laughs> well, that's it, doesn't kill anyone. It's like 50 kill, degrees out here now because the sun just went down, yeah. yeah. It's gorgeous, but uh, it's, it's literally a sundown. And I hear Highway the Danger Zone in the background. I'm <laughs> yeah. Uh, King so, of Hoggins. <laughs> uh, Brandon Boyce, very questionable. Uh, he did retweet uh, one of our things and then said, I'll be back. We'll see if he actually will be back. Um, Kirby is now wearing his number. Boyce is. <laughs> You usually don't give away somebody's number unless they really fucked up. Yeah, so they're, yeah. they're both they're both at number uh, ninety three, and you can't really you can't have two players on the field at the same time with the same number. So we'll see what happens there. You can't. I've seen the Mighty Ducks. You can do it. Uh, that's about it. Uh, All right, I'm frozen. Practice. Let's go. Spring practice resumes next Let week. Let it go out there. Um, Let it go. And we're done. Yeah. Thank I you for it. thank yeah. you for listening to the Bluminati podcast presented by. And <laughs> no, presented by actually, you know who it's presented by. We actually had a potential podcast sponsor walk by, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. But we'll in, in the meantime, it's Fuzzy Stocko Shop, beautiful <laughs> Temple Terrace, Florida. <laughs> so that's it. Go Bulls! Go Bulls! Go Bulls! Go Bulls! Go Bulls.